0: There have been so many guests on the podcast that I wish we could have gotten more one-on-one time with. Because when you really get to sit down and have that intimate experience, you learn so much more. And that's why we love our longtime partner, Masterclass. Because where else are you going to get one-on-one time with RuPaul, teaching you how to be your most authentic self as if among friends? And if you were as fascinated as I was after Natalie Portman joined the show, maybe you wanted to go deeper. And her acting class on Masterclass lets you do just that. With their set of 180-plus world-class instructors, you're in good hands when you decide to set out on your next learning adventure. Plus, if it's not for you, they have a 30-day money-back guarantee. My favorite. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash hard things. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash hard things. masterclass.com slash hard things. One purchased, one donated. That's the
1: promise of Bombas, whose incredibly comfy socks, tees, and underwear go not only to you when you buy them, but also to people facing homelessness. So when you put on that buttery soft tee or realize you've developed a habit of reaching for Bomba socks, which I do, over every other pair in the drawer, you'll know that someone in need is having that same feeling. Ready to get comfy and give back? Head over to bombas.com/slash hard things and use code HARDTHINGS for 20% off your first purchase. I walked through a fire. I came out the other side. Welcome to We Can Do Hard Things. I have a right. very special place in my heart for women who artfully and relentlessly tell the truth mm.
0: about their lives. Mm-hmm. This one. This one is right.
1: This one that we have with us today is as cheetah-ish as a goddamn cheetah gets. That's right. You may have heard of her. Her name is Kelly Clarkson.
0: Yep.
2: Heard of her? Hi, Kelly. I've never heard of her. <laughs> never heard of her. She I, I should an have worn my comer. cheetah necklace. I'm moving to New York, so all my jewelry is packed. I should have worn my my cheetah necklace for you. I made one. I cannot believe
1: that you have a cheetah necklace.
2: No, you don't understand. I know we've talked about this a little bit on my show, but I cannot tell you the timing. My nanny handing me that book, me reading it, the fastest I've ever read a book, me getting to the part where it was like, would you want your child in this relationship? and sobbing uncontrollably while they're both in my bed and I'm in my bathroom on the floor, (laughs) like a scene. Like it was a scene and it just was, you know, things come at the right time because I was struggling and it just came at the right time. Like, And she's given me, you know, tons of like book ideas like to read. We're all avid readers in our group. So, but I've never once been like that because we love very different books usually. She likes like someone's died. And they're, they're looking mm. for them. <laughs> she likes those kind of books, and yeah. I'm like, I don't want death. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. Life is hard um, enough. I need something to help me, not
1: add more problems to my life. Yeah. So I'm good. your group, someone in a, in a group gave it to.
2: A we have to like you? a yeah, like my it's like my my mom, my sister. Um, there's Ava, Trisha, Al. There's such a bunch of us that like we like reading different things or listening to. We're all very different, but somehow. Our crazy crew works. Even my mother, I was just with my mother and sister in Montana, and she just started losing it over this <laughs> toast. And I was like, I'm going to let her have the moment on the toast. Toast and like-, like bread? Yes, because it kept burning. The toaster kept mm-hmm. burning her toast. And she was like, just wanted some toast and it just wasn't happening. And it was obviously more than the toast yeah. that was happening. <laughs> it always <laughs> is. Yeah. I was like, this is bigger than the toast. But anyway, it was just <laughs> funny. But we're like that group that can also be like, so are you good? Or we should talk about it. I think we're all just to a certain age to where there's no bullshit. Yes. So mm. yeah. So it's nice, but we're all very different. So that's also very funny.
1: Isn't it a gift of getting older is having relationships yes. where there's no bullshit? Oh mm-hmm. my God. Yes. I have okay, no time. so take us back. So, you, because we've, my sister and I listened to chemistry. We were in a hotel by the ourselves. The whole album?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, the <gasps> I whole thought
1: thing. You, you I got, thought you'd only heard the
3: three songs. No, no, oh, we I'm got so a
1: secret. I'm so happy right now. I begged. I begged <gasps> for a link. We got a oh. secret link from some secret people. Oh. My sister and I sat in the hotel room blast it like we haven't done since maybe we were in seventh grade sissy oh my god i mm-hmm. love
3: it we were like Amazing. looking at each other like weeping and then we were like Fuck we kept it, like stopping it during certain that. lyrics and being like oh my god yeah oh my god we were <laughs> like going back and then like
2: <laughs>
3: it
1: was a journey That's
2: kelly awesome
3: it was
1: a journey for us
2: <laughs> It's a journey, right? Though yes. it's a roller coaster. It's funny that you listen to it. I don't know if you listen to it straight through, but we We did. We did. It, so we I went back and forth about that because I was like, well, maybe I just start at the beginning of the relationship and just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, accordingly, like do do each song. But it didn't uh make sense. Like mm-hmm. sonically, it was odd. Mm. So I was like, you know what? The whole thing was a roller coaster. Mm. It's fine if the if if the sequencing is that. So um but I definitely wanted to start with, can I skip this part? Which is maybe one of the saddest songs I've uh-huh. ever written. But that's how you feel when you go through something. I know we can do hard things. That's why we're here right now. But sometimes you don't want to do it. That's right. <laughs> you never do. And you, you rarely, you just rarely do. Go right to the end where people are like, you're going to be happy one day. <laughs> like, yeah. We call it huh. trying to skip the
1: crucifixion and go straight to the resurrection, which that is like yes. never <laughs> the way exactly. it works. Yeah. It doesn't work. But I love that it wasn't in order because it feels like that too. Feelings don't, they're not clean and linear. The beginning, middle, end, and post of a relationship is like everything, everywhere, all at once, right? It's like you feel it all. It's so beautiful. So There's no post. There's There's no no post, post.
2: really, is there? There's just the new you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why it kind of ends with, that's right. Mm -hmm. So the song with Sheila E that we got her to, Performance, which I was so excited. Um, that's kind of the like, "Stella Got Her Groove Back" song. Yeah, yes, mm. that's the song where it's just like, okay, I was mm-hmm. like, it's all right, it's gonna be good, and I liked ending with that and starting with on the floor crying. But um, <laughs> but it's yeah, it's definitely a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. So take
1: so us back to on the floor crying yeah. because everyone on earth knows the on the floor crying. I used to say, people say that God is everywhere, but I think that God is in the bathroom because of the moments yeah. of rock bottom I've had on bathroom floors. <laughs> That's
2: like my oh altar. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's me too. You just said it. My lowest point in life was actually after the show in Irvine and uh, years ago, like two thousand. I don't know five something like this. I, I can't remember it, my lowest point I've ever been at, and and it was in a bathroom. And it, honestly, it's the one place you can escape from everyone. Mm-hmm. No one bothers you there, especially mm-hmm. if you're like even lying, going, "I got to go to the bathroom," like for real. They really won't bother you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. So it's just like the <laughs> they longer really you're leave in, you alone, the longer exactly. you're in there, the less
1: they'll bother you. Yes, I yes,
2: know, yes. I know. I think that's the place where you find where people. Tend to leave you alone, mm-hmm. so yeah, it was the one place at that, that that amphitheater, and and that is true. I've never thought of that before, but that that was a moment for me. Why was that your lowest moment? So I had this thing, and it since then still been working on the same thing. Uh, just love to you know live Circle in a back. cyclical cyclical pattern, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, but anyway. So I I was very sad. I was having a very hard time with certain people in my life that personally, in uh, business, Mm -hmm. just everywhere, it was kind of like, and it was my my heyday for me. Like Mm -hmm. It was like the third tour we've done on that Breakaway album. I was very tired. I'd had walking pneumonia twice. I was just beat. Nobody cared. They just literally were pumped. Not nobody, but Mm -hmm. no one that counted that made the schedule or did anything cared. And so I'm a total Southern girl and a very hard worker. And I've always been taught to like, I mean, even in sports, growing up, you know, you're like, no, you can push yourself further than you think. I've always been that person, so I just pushed and pushed, and there were very unhealthy people around me, like in their own lives, Mm. like very unhealthy. And everyone on the coattails, if I'm being blunt, Mm -hmm. was just draining me. Mm -hmm. And there was nowhere to go. Like home wasn't great, business wasn't great. Even on the road, like the only place, if you at one point turn around and go, wow, the only place I actually feel safe Or heard is when I'm on stage doing a show. Mm. That's a really big problem. (laughs) Like you know, so yeah. So that's a problem. So that was the lowest I've ever, I've ever been. Mm -hmm. Cut to years of still thinking I could, you know, there's like this song I have called Sober. It's pick the weeds and keep the flowers. And so basically I started, you know, getting tending my garden and trying to like get people out that aren't bad people, just not good for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I have this thing where, which is obviously I've ten- done enough therapy at this point um, to to realize where things just kind of come back up, especially if you haven't addressed them or if you think you've gotten through it, but you, I haven't. Yep. And so I just, yeah, for years, even until this relationship that's on this record like there's still things that are just these cyclical patterns it's like when am I gonna learn like mm-hmm. when is it gonna be the time you actually learn it? and not just learn of it but learn of it and actually change it like because yeah. it's very hard to change those patterns especially mm-hmm. that are built in from childhood you oh, know so God. um yeah cut to a lot of bathroom floor bathroom. Bathroom
1: floors <laughs> so you read this part of untamed I think it's the one that you're referring to Where I had this moment where I realized I was staying in the relationship for my little girl, but would I want this relationship for my little girl? And if not, then why am I staying in this and calling it good mothering when really it's bad modeling?
2: Which is kind of like tricky because even I've had friends come to me after three now, this is like three years this month Mm -hmm. or maybe to like this week or last week, three years, like since our separation, right? And I read that and and I know that to be true for me. Like i even watching my mother in Mm -hmm. two different marriages. There's things you pick up on even as a kid that you're like, this is unhealthy, right? So like an environment to live in. It was um, one of those things when I read it, I definitely was still on the, not fence, but I just, I kept the tug of like loving someone so deeply and the tug of like really needing to love yourself Mm -hmm. as much Mm -hmm. or more. And it was like, I just don't know if if I can do this while still trying to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. But then it's it's interesting because you think about your kids, right? And you're like, oh man, like, I, I wonder, like, how is this going to affect them? I, rem- I remember how it affected me. And he has also been through divorce with his family. Like, so I just, I was like, oh, nobody wants that, right? So yeah. you try and you try and you try. But then you figure out, well, I don't want them growing up with this un- unhealthy. But I'm going to be honest with you. I've had people come to me that are going through divorce or going through really hard relationships with kids it doesn't matter either way you go. Your kids <laughs> yeah, still that's have right. a hard time. It that's doesn't right. matter if you stay. It doesn't Amen. matter if you go. It's still, I'm still having conversations three years later. Like my kids just came back from my ex and it's always like, you know, anytime there's mention of like maybe him being with somebody else or anytime, I mean, they are just really adamant about keeping that dream alive that we might still be together oh, one day. Them. Like, and mm. still like, and we are never around each other. So it's, It doesn't matter either way. Both are hard. So, Mm -hmm. but when people say, well, was it better in the end? I'm like, I don't know that it's better in the end. Either way is hard. I think it comes down to you. It's like, I don't know if I can keep holding up all of this. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, and that's what I feel like I'm having to do. And I'm a better mother. I can say that. Like, after Mm. I'm a far Mm. better mother. Mm. because I think when you're honest with yourself, you're able to be honest with others. But sometimes you don't know that you're necessarily lying to yourself. Love is tricky. It really convinces you that you're doing the right thing or this is what you should do. It's just a very hard thing when you love someone so deeply mm-hmm. to, to, to separate that and, and to, to have the right answer, which I don't when yeah. my kids ask me sometimes. I'm like, I can't give you that whole story like this is your separate relationship with your father you know what i'm saying this is mine this is yours like it's and it drives my daughter who is <laughs> far beyond all of us i'm just like oh my god i'm not ready for this conversation she's very inquisitive she's very smart she catches everything. I cannot leave a hint of sarcasm on the floor. I can't do anything. I have to be so on top of it. I like her. Trying, yeah. Trying to I, do
0: the right kind of hard, like yes. trying to decide between what's, the right, what's the right hard is like one of the mm-hmm. hardest things about parenting.
2: And in general, even like this move, we're all moving to New York. Like there's people yeah. that can come and go in general, it's mm-hmm. doing the hard thing. Like it's which hard thing. They're both crappy. Yes. Yeah. But yes. I appreciate that about you so much because I
1: think that people, it's like they, they go the opposite fairy tale. Like yep. we used mm-hmm. to be taught if you stay together, all happy, happily ever after. And there's your redemption story. And then people went the other way. Like now I I broke it off because that was the right thing for me. And now I have to make that the perfect happy Mm -hmm. ending. Mm -hmm. And neither are true. They're both extremely messy and they both have challenges and blessings with them. And you just pick your heart. Mm -hmm.
0: Experiences are what people love the most about travel. It's true. You don't go somewhere new and exotic just to be there. You go to do things, be it a historical walking tour, zip lining through the trees, or guided tours through museums, like the hassle-free self-guided audio tour our family took through Versailles. If you're planning a trip and really want to make the most out of your time, I recommend you check out Viator. They have over three hundred. 1,000 bookable experiences from simple tours to extreme adventures. And there's something for everyone in over 190 countries. Thrill rides, spooky ghost tours, secret food guides, exploration off the beaten path. It's all there, along with millions of real traveler reviews, 24-7 customer service, various payment options, and flexibility and support with free cancellation. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences, you'll remember. Do more with Viator. I want to ask you about the song Mine on your new album. It's one Mm -hmm. of the songs that have been released already. Yeah. This song, like, gutted me because you wrote, I don't know why I stayed as long as I stayed. Yeah, and boy, do I get that. (laughs) We all do. Boy, do I get that. Why did you stay as long as you stayed? But that's hindsight, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm
2: -hmm. it's like when you're in it, and I think also our ego, like or mine, like my ego. I'm like, I can do this. I can handle so much. My ego is like, I can. I can control my actions. I can control my reactions. I can I can do this and I can reach this person and I can get through and I can, and it becomes a little bit of your ego that gets mm-hmm. in the way. And also, if I'm being completely honest, we don't want to do what we saw done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, Ugh, I don't want my kids to be those kids at school. Like, you know, because mm-hmm. I grew up, and it's a little different. They grew up here. It's a very progressive city and even New York that's progressive. And But in the South, there were like two of us <laughs> with divorced parents in our uh. class. Mm. So it was very different. And even like when you come down to like daddy-daughter dances and you don't have anyone show up and like he lives far. There's been things that happen like even in my kid's school. And it's like, you have to think of all those things. And and I think you, you play it out differently in your head too. You're, you try so hard. Like, I do not want to do that to her. I don't want to do that to him. Like that you start never thinking about yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's honestly sometimes to be selfish for me was very important because I'm never, I'm rarely selfish. It's been beaten into me since childhood, like to have a servant's heart. It's very hard for me to take that and go, I need this. Like, mm-hmm. and then it's funny because if you're not like that, then it's almost like you're like aggressive about it when you do need <laughs> it. You're like, mm. well, yeah, I need it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like, you have to be aggressive because like, you've you've been letting it sit so long that you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, I need to aggressively tell you right now that this is not working. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know why we do that. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: you got to hold your boundary. And sometimes if especially oh. if it's hard to <laughs> create the boundaries to begin with, when you actually do one, you're mm. like, I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen. this is the line. This is the line, yes.
2: Yeah, you're lying. <laughs> yeah, no, I am better, I should say. I am far better at boundaries now, but I we have this joke in our group because I'm around a lot of Scorpios and I feel like Scorpios are very like, just no bullshit, mm-hmm. like this is what's happening and this is what you just said and that's actually what you meant. They see everything. Mm-hmm. I have friends and my sister's Scorpio too. They just see right through it. And all I see is a sea of potential. (laughs) Oh, oh, scary. Like, scary. Just a sea of oh, that's not what they meant. They probably meant this or they probably, no, you don't know. Like maybe they are having a rough day and like maybe they didn't. Normally that's not like probably what they do. I can't I can't think of that. Like I am that person. Yeah, you're painting those red flags green. You're yes. just painting them. girl. And you believe in the opposite
1: of the Dr. Maya Angelou quote. So it's like when people tell you who they are, do not believe them.
2: <laughs> I, I, I am literally the opposite. Like my quote would be... <laughs> When people show you who they are, it might not be who they are. Really It are. just might be who they are today. Yes. Like every, and I think it boils down to, I have to believe in change. If I don't believe in change, I I will just go so zero dark 30. I will literally get so depressed. I will get so bogged down and I just feel everything. So I have to believe that everyone's capable of change. Now, most people in my group do not. <laughs> mm-hmm. believe that those people can change and that's fine. I don't collect red flags anymore. I definitely look at them and go, this is a red flag or I'm just doing the same thing, right? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I at least recognize it. Um, but... It's it's a very hard thing to give that up because it's also a beautiful thing to see I know potential in people. And it's also a beautiful thing to like not give up because you hear those stories, too, of like, you know, this person didn't give up on me. And then I finally felt love for the first time I finally because people that are like that that just haven't seen light in a while. Right. Like people that are like that, it's because they forgot what it looks like. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like they
0: just forgot. I don't know. Where I'm do you think that comes from? Or, where do you think that that part of you comes from?
2: I think, honestly, religion, like growing yeah. up, I think when you go to church at that young of an age, here's the thing, I I love spirituality. I think religion can be confusing, but I love being spiritual and I had a really great, and it's actually, I'm totally not gonna cry. It's okay. okay. I'm gonna take a drink, yeah. okay? Yeah,
0: yes.
1: Whatever yes. I need learned in walk. jail that
0: you can't cry and drink water at the same time, so. <laughs> She did. <laughs> For my mugshot, yeah. <laughs> they, the the sweet the, learned in jail. Yeah, the yeah. sweet person who was
1: taking her mugshot, she was crying you. so hard that they told her take some water. And she said, Drink "I'm not water. thirsty," and they said, "No,
2: they
1: you, you it have does. to stop crying." It does. Things. It
2: cuts it off. No, and why that just happened is, oh my god, I'm gonna get this out. It doesn't help that like it's Margaret Monthly right now, so that's not helpful <laughs> for me. Um, but anyway, I like look. I'm sorry, TMI. No, I just, it happened the other day at The Voice. I was leaving The Voice and my mother, she'll text me things like sometimes and I thought it was referring to the show. Like, why did you turn for that person? Or why did you, you know, like that kind of thing. Or, Or like, oh, that was a great performance. Something like that. And I looked and so his name was Dr. Frankie Rainey. And he was a pastor. Oh my God, I'm trying to get this out. Anyway, so he was one of those guys, like I didn't have a dad and he would have, he would, like, cut out clippings and send them to me, mail them to me the letter, like. And just say, like, really kind things. Mm. Jesus. Take the wheel. Okay. Yeah,
0: we're right here um, with you. We're with you.
2: I've had pastors before, and I've had people that weren't so great in a church environment. Because it's not a perfect environment, by any means. But I just mean— For the most part, that's been kind of detrimental. For the most Mm -hmm. part, like people around me, not great things happened. But this one individual, Mm
4: -hmm.
2: he was just a a really good man. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. So? Mm -hmm. So he represents it
1: for you. He represents
0: (laughs) spirituality
1: and religion and all of that to you. He
2: represents what I love about it. Yes. this sounds horrible, but I've never come across one marriage that I've, I want that. <laughs> like, I just really haven't. Like, I'm going to be honest with you in my life, like not like seeing people that I don't know, like on the regular, I mean, like in my life, I've never been like, that's Up what, close. That's what I want. Up it's close. So yeah. Like the real, the real, yeah. like, I'm like, I don't know. That seems real difficult and not fun and happy. It's kind of like that. Like with him, I just saw he He is what I felt like whenever I read those words in Sunday school or church, or we're going through the sermon. That rang true for me. It was like he was such Mm -hmm. a great example of a man, of a leader, of all those things. Anyway, so he passed away. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Anyway, is that what your mom was telling you? And your mom Mm -hmm. was telling you that? Thank you. Get it out. Get it out, Glennon. I can get it out. Um, yes, that's what she texted me, and I was just just really sad about that. But I grew up like watching. Someone like that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get it out. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. So for a person that hasn't experienced that kind of love to be shown that, yeah, mm-hmm. and then you change, yeah, mm-hmm. and that so changes you. You, think you change. Do you think you change as a result of that love? Oh my god, 100. percent And that's why I'm this crazy person that always does this. <laughs> yeah. Like, and this is why because I know it can happen. Mm-hmm. Do you ever wonder if,
1: because I think sometimes we think, oh, I have all this hope and because I have this hope and I see the best in people, I'm fucking things up. But do you ever wonder if like you're
2: doing things exactly the way that you're supposed to? I think at some point we all do what we think is, is, is good and right and beneficial for everyone. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's a beautiful thing to see that hope. Mm-hmm. But I also think if you heard the song Lighthouse mm-hmm. <laughs> um, on the <laughs> <We> album. <laughs>
3: coming at you, coming in hot with Lighthouse.
2: <sighs>
1: Kelly Clark. We hot, heard it like it was, we wrote it,
2: Kelly. We heard it like we wrote like, it. Yes. Literally. But it's like we were never, it was, it was just never going to happen. Fin- that was the song where I finally not gave up on it, but gave up on that part. I gave up on this. Is never going to happen. Like that. That is yeah. the song where I got off the fence and mm-hmm. was like, "Okay, like I can't. Th- I'm gonna drown. Yeah, yes. this is not going to be good. Like for anyone. How do you know? Because
1: you have Christianity in your background. You have. Mm-hmm. You just said sports. You have Southern. You have a lot of cultures you come from that revel in suffering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if you believe in hope and you're a Christian person and you have that in your head. I know from experience that hope is right after the suffering. So it's like, how do we know? I mean, I had a friend the other day that was at our house that was like, so, you know, my therapist is talking about how suffering means stop. So blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I'm sorry. What did you just say? Yeah. <laughs> suffering means stop. I thought suffering no. means I'm on the right <laughs> track. <keep there>. <laughs> You're almost
2: there. You're almost there. Yeah. And it also means that it matters mm-hmm. Yeah, for me. Like, it also means that whatever... Whatever impacts you that deeply matters to you. So so I I don't know. I can't actually recall the exact situation, but I think there comes a point to where you just feel so beat up, like Mm -hmm. by life, by circumstance, by yourself, by others. You're like, I have nothing to give. And I think the point comes, I will say the main reason for that is I can't even focus on us anymore because we have these two little humans here that are counting on us. And like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get better, like mm-hmm. for them. Like we gotta, we gotta make this better for them at least, if we're not gonna, yeah. you know, make it for for us. So it's I think I think probably kids, that probably did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, not I'm not saying this because you're here. Honestly, reading those words and on that bathroom floor, like that was one, of that was all around the same time that I wrote mm-hmm. Lighthouse, that all of that, all those songs were written like three years ago. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the major things is reading that and going, oh my God, like I would never want my daughter or son in this relationship. Like I, obviously I would hope for like way better mm-hmm. for them, mm-hmm. um, you know, and a far better kind of love. Yeah. Um, so so then you think, yeah, I want you to love myself
1: as much as clearly I love
2: them. And it's so weird. That oh, you- that's literally what my therapist, I think one of the first things started about, she was like, if you, if you could just treat yourself how you treat others, like, psh, hmm. you know, and I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Hard truth. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I was like, okay, well, that's all for today. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> like, So I'm just going to swallow that pill. It's going to be fine. I guess I don't ever know too, if you're doing it right or wrong. you no. just, you feel like you're doing it, you know, how you should be doing it. And I don't know, maybe we're fucking it up. Like, I don't know, but you're trying not to. And that's all you can do is yep. try with all the information you have. But I'm honest with my kids too. Not honest about anything with me and my ex, but honest about life. I think one of the best things my therapist told me was, um, cause I kept trying to hide it. I would try and run and hide somewhere. Anytime I would just get overwhelmed and I needed to, like, cry. And she was like, why are you hiding? Obviously, don't do it all the time. But, like, it's normal for your kids to see you. That's right. First of all, care Mm -hmm. that this is happening and it's affecting you and it's not an easy thing. And I think— that was a really good lesson for me to learn. Cause obviously, like, look at my job, my vocation in, in general. Like, even I spent all of COVID going through hell privately, trying to make America smile on mm. my ranch in the snow Kelly. while trying to record a song in six different languages and doing all these other things. It was hell. Like, that COVID was hell. <sighs> and I just had to keep smiling and, and, you know, keep, and I, so I'm very good at that. So, cause I've trained myself, um, but it's not healthy. So, it was a very good lesson. Mm-hmm. I think, to learn from from my therapist was like, it's okay for them sometimes to see you struggling. That's life. They need to see that. And I'm like, why do we protect them from that? I don't I know. know why we do that, but...
0: Also, P.S., same with the world. You're like such a lighthouse that like, mm-hmm. it's also, I think, okay. And, you know, TV shows are going to be TV shows, but to know that other people are struggling makes people feel less alone, you know?
2: And, and honestly, you just nailed why I even released this album. Because mm-hmm. I you know, I'm like 41. I've got a whole other job right now. I don't need to necessarily do that. First of all, I just did it for me therapeutically. That's how I get through things. It's almost like how I, I'm like, what am I thinking? That's how I figure it out or where I'm at Mm -hmm. is writing. And so um, I did it selfishly at first. And then the last few years have been really hard on a lot of people. I think that that's true. Like any kind of art, I think that's how you connect with people and how you don't feel isolated. And um, so I think that rings true. What you said.
0: I think most, if not all of us living in the LA area are excited for this stretch of historically bad weather to come to an end. That is for sure. If there's one positive to take away from this, it's a reminder of just how much we value being outdoors and enjoy the beauty that our planet has to offer. That's why we love partnering with EarthBreeze, the laundry detergent brand that fights everyday stains and odors, giving you an amazing clean every time. More importantly, EarthBreeze's Earth-Friendly mission has led them to make plastic jugs a thing of the past and plant over 150,000 trees. I've been using their eco sheets, which are convenient to use and convenient to store. They take almost no space in our laundry room. Right now, our listeners can get started with EarthBreeze and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash hard things. That's earthbreeze.com slash hard things for 40% off your subscription. I was
3: wondering, you were talking about Lighthouse and their... Um, there's a line in that where you say, it's such a shame when our wants and needs don't align. Oh,
2: that was like... And that's when the song I Hate Love comes into because yes. that's, it's literally that. You can love someone so much, but it doesn't change what's happening. Like, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't change the issues. It doesn't change the problems. It doesn't help in any way. It's not that powerful, turns out. <laughs> And it's funny, you know, you mentioned earlier when you were like, oh, because you're a lighthouse. So ego, like ego, when I first started writing Lighthouse, it was because people always, ever since I was a kid, that or they're like, oh, you're such a light. People have always said that to me, right? Well, when you hear that as a kid, you feel like you kind of. It's almost like your duty then. Like when you're a kid, you're like, oh, I got to, yeah, you're like, okay, well, I got to be a light. I got to be funny. I got to be talkative. I got to make everyone happy. So then it's like your thing that you're kind of known for, like from early on, which is super unhealthy. But it's funny because you learn about yourself too. So in Lighthouse, not only figuring out about my relationship, but also me. It turns out I wasn't the Lighthouse. Like I started writing that as like, you almost got all my light. But it turns out. We're both, were out here drowning. Mm. The lighthouse is up there. I don't know who that is, but (laughs) it wasn't me. And it's like your ego gets in check and you're like, okay. And you're like, I'm not even that. We're both out here in the dark, just Mm. treading water. And we're not finding each other and we're not getting there. But it's interesting because then it makes you think about all those things that like you put on yourself once again, like from childhood that you don't even, you didn't even realize you did, you know? Mm.
3: Yes. I want to ask about that light because I was married before. And I, I resonate so deeply with when you, when you say in Lighthouse, how you almost lost your light. And it was so slow and so imperceptible Mm
0: -hmm. that I didn't
3: even realize it at the time. Like I just kind of folded myself into him and I thought that I was happy and I didn't even know till I was out of it, Mm -mm. how truly sick I was in it. Yep. You didn't
2: even know, like, uh, even all the things that you accepted as that's normal are incredibly unhealthy Mm -hmm. and uh, abusive, like, almost, you know? Like, it's Mm -hmm. like, without anyone knowing or whatever, people just living their lives how they live them, how they've acted their whole life, you don't even recognize it. And then you get out, and I remember we were at the photo shoot for chemistry, even being at that photo shoot, it was the first time, like everybody, even my whole team that's known me pre him, after him, like all that, were like, oh my God, there you are. I didn't even realize it. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I'm having like fun. This is like so much fun. Like the photographer, Brian Bonesmith, is incredible. And he really got the message of the album and artistically kind of wrapped that in um, visually. Even like my clothes I was wearing, how I looked, how I laughed, the rock and roll side of me, all of that. Everything was so different, and I didn't even realize it until mm-hmm. after that. You, you had um, not dumbed yourself down, but like you had, like belittled who you are to make sure everybody else felt secure mm-hmm. or fine. You dimmed or whatever. your light.
0: You dimmed your light. Like you, yeah. Per- you like actually dimmed your light.
2: But I love how you said that. So because I, because in the song. I was on, I was, it's funny you just said that. Cause I was in the song. I was like, I don't know if I want to give that power, that control away. Like wording is so important, but I did feel that at the time. It was like, you almost took all my light or I almost lost all my light kind of thing. But it's like, I turned it into like, you're right. It's like, I allowed that to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, so for people, cause by no means am I a victim in that. You allow someone to do that. You maybe don't notice you're doing it, and like you said, it's imperceptible. It's gradual, mm-hmm. and you don't you don't even realize what's happening because it happens so gradually. But I like that you said like that that is the thing you you choose to dim it. You choose, and it's like and I just I don't know. I think in life it's like if I'm not around people like friends, family, lover, whatever, like that are okay with the amount of light I have, like then that that's we're just not meant to be together. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's okay. But like to dull yourself. So you feel like somebody else could shine, or so you feel like you're not in the way, or you're not whatever the situation is. Like it's not a that's not a healthy way to live, you know? Yeah. For sure. And it's that, not a healthy example for your child to yes. look at you well, and it, see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah.
1: we're <laughs> teaching them what love is, right? So if you teach them that love is is quieting yourself so that you can be with mm. like because love should actually be the emergence of you right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you should be more yourself in love than at any other time. And when we show them that it's the opposite, that's kind of scary. I've never experienced that. Mm. You've
2: never yeah. experienced I've that. experienced love, like deep love, but working through a lot of stuff, I'm, I don't, I don't think I've ever experienced that. Mm. Yeah. Like a love that makes you more you. Is that what you're saying? You haven't experienced a love that makes you more of you. Instead yeah, I don't think I've experienced that. Like, I don't. I yeah. don't think that. Other than, I mean, speaking with like a significant other, right? I've experienced that with like friendships or like family. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I don't think I've ever experienced that. And and honestly, I'm a firework, and I'm okay with that. But I'm very spontaneous, and I'm very communicative, and I'm very like. I'm just very like anything, any other, any word that can go with very I'm generally that like I'm a walking empath. I'm just very. So, you know, I think it's got to be somebody that can, you know, not, not, I don't want to say the word handle that. I mean, I think somebody that prizes that, that, yes. that, that thinks that's cool. Or if not, like, I got to be honest with you these past three years, like, yes, they've been hard, but I was talking this the other day, like the voice rap party, obviously I'm moving to New York, so I'm not, Doing the voice right now either. So it was like Blake and I's like last like thing for a minute. And never say never, but I just for, for me, it's probably good for right now. It's like I'm, it's just been nine seasons and we we're at this rap party. And we're all there and everyone's hanging out, the crew, a lot of those crew are also Kelly Clarkson show crew, too. So like I just knew a ton of people there, right? I had some tequila and I danced for three hours straight, practically. I had the time of my life. Because I just, I, there's something freeing about tequila, not having to worry. <laughs> yes, but not having to worry about, oh, you know, if you're sitting so together, oh, are you feeling alone? Cause I'm dancing and yes. you're not dancing. Are you feeling like, it's always like feeling everybody else's feelings. And sometimes it's nice just to be alone and just mm-hmm. in your own world and experiencing your own bliss and your own, I literally danced with everyone. I don't think there's a soul there. I didn't dance with, I mean, I had so much fun. And it was just a freeing night because I wasn't in a relationship before my ex, like I literally was like basically single until, uh, mm-hmm. till like thirty. And I was like in and out like a like two, but like not really. it was like months and like but I just mean like real relationship. it's really only him. so like, I'm pretty good at like rocking life like a loner like because I like going to different groups of people and different vacations. I'm just that person, but There's something just so freeing about it. I think that people from the south, especially, will leave one relationship, jump into another, and I'm like, I can't do
0: that. Mm -hmm. Like I
2: can't. I'm not ready for it either. But like I yeah, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. When I'm
3: picturing you at the party, I was just thinking it's because you didn't have somebody who feels weak standing next to you.
2: Girl. That line. (laughs) line, Girl. mm -mm. That line. I was like, am I gonna say this? Am I gonna Mm -hmm. like I literally was like, Am I gonna Am I gonna write that? As you I was said like, it, I was like, and and all the angels began to sing. Yes, that's what happened. So real, it's so it's real. It's Very true and honest, and I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. And I also feel like it wasn't supposed to be accusatory by any no. means. It's just it's that honest. We're not like this is not clicking. Me being able to be the best version of myself, or you being able to be the best version of you. Like this is, this is mm-hmm. not it. Mm -hmm. I know, I don't know what it is, but this isn't it. Like, but it's a
3: real phenomenon on these conversations together. We've had so many powerful discussions about really powerful women and Mm -hmm. the men in their orbit, not being able to handle it. Mm -hmm. Like it just being at best case, accommodating it or acclimating it, but Certainly not, as you said, prizing it or celebrating it, and that yeah. line that you had in me. I told you I wanted you, but you needed me mm. to need you. I'm mm. sorry,
2: ma'am. Are mm. you picking like every favorite line of mine on my album? I was mm. like, wait. I was like, oh, that's- your favorite lines are my favorite lines. That's, that's what so- i was saying. I was like, I'm sorry, ma'am. Wait, what? I was like, uh, no, that's yeah, that's. Yep. I mean, but <laughs> why said, yep. is that why Ugh. do people need
3: to be needed instead of instead isn't of it, being Isn't it Isn't
2: it far more impressive and powerful that you would choose? I do not need you. I am choosing you. Yes. Because I I want to be around you. I crave you. I don't need you, but there's a difference. And uh it well, it's control Mm -hmm. is a big player there. Um, and like Mm -hmm. manipulation and all those things, those little fun (laughs) things come into play. That's the thing that I, I think that broke my heart the most was like, I just think that's the most beautiful thing to Mm -hmm. say. And to this person, I've never said that to anyone. Mm -hmm. Like you're the only person I've ever even said that to or felt that for Mm -hmm. how powerful is that? But it's not enough. Mm-hmm. it's not enough for, for people sometimes. And that's okay. That's not how they want to be loved. And that's not what they need in a relationship. And that's what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's one of my, I was like, I'm fitting that in in one of these songs. Cause I just, I feel like I said it till I was blue in the face. I was just like, I, I don't understand. I just couldn't comprehend like how you couldn't see that as more beautiful and more mm-hmm. I don't know, just closer because mm-hmm. it's, there's a difference. Like if somebody's like financially dependent upon someone, or if somebody's um, emotionally dependent upon someone, any kind of dependency, I feel like takes away from like what the core loving relationship should be. Yeah. Like it's like, no, no, I don't need that you for any of that. I'm just yeah. I give my you. love
3: freely to you because freely I, because
2: I want you, not because I need you. I to could freely here. be giving it to anyone, and I'm mm-hmm. freely giving it to you and only you. I think that's so beautiful. Um, uh, people don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just gonna be honest, people don't agree. And I will say this because I know you point out women. And I do know obviously women with that too, but I know a couple dudes as well that have the same thing happens to men. Mm-hmm. You know they can till they're blue in the face say I have friends that are like I can try and make them feel as confident in the relationship, as comfortable. I can try and try. And unless they see it in themselves, they're never going to receive it from me. That happens to a lot of people. I think that people who depend
1: on being needed instead of wanted, which I get too, I think it might also come from a lack of any sort of self or self-worth because Mm -hmm. when you need to be needed, it's transactional. Mm -hmm. So you're Mm -hmm. like, I know what I'm giving you. You know what you... But if you're just being chosen, that has to be like based on your humanity and not just what you can do for the other person.
0: And that requires Mm -hmm. a hell of a lot of self-worth. And uh, vulnerability. That happened to me growing up. I tried to transactionally keep people in my life Mm -hmm.
2: because I was Mm -hmm. too
0: afraid to let whatever the relationship will be, be. I was like trying to control it. Yeah.
2: And you didn't want to lose it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm just thinking about, the beautiful, there's so many beautiful things about you. And I, as I'm listening to you talk, I'm realizing why I love you so much, which is because you hold two things at once all the time. You're not like a, this or this type person. You're like embracing all of it. And I'm thinking about how we're taught all of these things that are goodness, that are like hope, Mm
0: -hmm. belief
1: in people, potential. Falling in love, even these are all the things mm-hmm. that are h- held up, and these are the most beautiful things mm-hmm. in the world, and they're what make life living, and they're also what fuck us completely, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like falling in love. What the hell? When we were listening mm-hmm. to your album, I think what which is the song best kind of Hi- what's the song that we were listening favorite kind of high favorite, favorite kind of high. high yeah. I, I mean, love sister and I were talking mm-hmm. about how we don't get wasted and go buy
0: cars. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Some people do. I don't know. We don't, we're don't. we not like, so, okay,
1: I have to make a huge decision. Let's go house hunting. So I'm going to get totally shit-faced before I go house hunting. <laughs> but then we choose our part, our life partners when we are in love, which is just basically being really high.
2: Yeah. Right? What the hell with that? Like, <laughs> I is don't there know, a but I'll system? tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because there's nothing like it, man. There is something like in other things. Like, I mean- if I'm like with motherhood and kids and that kind of that's a whole other thing, but with when it comes to like just you, your own world, like significant others in that sense, like there's nothing like even the uh, the first time I met my ex, he passed by me, and mm-hmm. I felt altered mm. like I felt like different like it's like wait what like and i I was like well i've never I've never <laughs> felt that before I mean like. I will take your clothes off with my teeth, kind of. (laughs) Like, like like that kind of just carnal, like, I'm just like, Mm -hmm. where did that come from? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that kind of high. And even in the beginning, and it wasn't for years later, by the way, we didn't even like run into Mm -hmm. each other again and like, see, but I, but I wouldn't settle. Like, that's the difference. Like, you, once you feel something, like once you know that exists, you're yes. like, well, I'm not settling to I feel that again. And because we deserve that. That's just such a beautiful, you feel it in your whole body. It's just a beautiful high that like, of course, like we gravitate towards that. And of course, we make stupid decisions when it comes mm-hmm. to that because it feels so good that, mm-hmm. you know, it's like why addicts are addicts, I assume as well. Well, I don't assume. I love sugar. So like, I, <laughs> but it's like, we're all addicts for some reason, um, right. something. But but I just mean it feels good and it and it and it makes you feel good. There's just nothing like it. There's nothing mm-hmm. I I have yet to find anything like that kind of high mm-hmm. of like you know. And then them calling you or you're texting in the beginning and like all that kind of stuff. It's just it's exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. It feels like the high of clarity, like when. But you it's go, the opposite. But I. But yeah, you're I just, also
2: so you're just hyper focused. Yeah, you're hyper focused. Yeah, yeah.
3: Like, Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the US with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the US? They have trees available to grow inside your home from lemon to avocado and from olive to fig on top of the wide variety of house plants available plus fast growing trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in 1 to 2 days and along with their 30 day alive and thrive guarantee they offer free plant consultation forever what's better than a green beautiful plant in your house right now they have the best deals online up to half off on select plants and other deals and listeners to our show get an additional 15% off when using the code Hard things at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code hard things at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com code HARDTHINGS. Offer is valid for a limited time. Tell them we sent you. I took your lyrics. That's so interesting that when you were talking about it, it's such a shame when our wants and needs don't align, being like, I want to make this work, but it can't work. I mm-hmm. I took that as because I had the exact same. The first time I locked eyes with my first husband, I was like, "Well, good night, Moon." Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then a few years later, it was a real kick in the shorts. <laughs> like, it just, it just was. So, yeah, but wake I, up, Moon. I, I had <laughs> good morning, son. But <laughs> I I took that as like, oh some of the things that I want undeniably Mm -hmm. are not things that I need. Yeah. How do I learn to want what I need instead of to really want what I really don't need? (laughs) I don't know. I think that comes
2: back to self-worth too, though, right? Like prizing yourself, even if it feels like, okay, back to sugar. Like, I love (laughs) sugar, but like, it's not good for you. So, you know, you do all the things you're supposed to do. But I think you do initially like, I mean, literally it's like coming off of a drug, like when you stop doing that, right? So it's like, once you get through that, the one, the tug of war and you get on the other side, you feel better. You Mm -hmm. just feel better. You feel um, more clarity. You just feel more, um, I don't know, grounded. You feel less emotional. Cause that's the thing too, is like in that kind of relationship, you want it, but you don't need it. It's like, There's always this tug of war happening of like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, I love you, but God, I hate you. You are just horrible. Like, you know, or Mm -hmm. God, I there's nobody I could picture myself being with. And then you go back and forth. And that's not healthy. That's just emotionally being just like just going 9-0 all the time. There's no rest, like in there. So it's the same thing. That's why I was making the metaphor, like with sugar. Like, I feel like I could be like very emotional, like all the time. And it's always it changes your body, right? It's Mm -hmm. like not good for you, right? So it's like, but you finally get away from that and you realize how okay, this actually feels better. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, what I'm doing that actually feels better for me. But I think it comes down to, for me, like just prizing how you feel instead of how someone makes you feel. Mm Because like that can be very confusing. Yeah. Um, Especially when it comes to not just love, but lust, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And we're learning a lot about how that initial attraction, I mean, this is fascinating me lately, that that initial... Yeah. Like why do we do it for some people? Not everybody. We're all humans. I don't understand. a lot of people are now teaching us that it's actually more tied to anxiety than love. Like it's Mm. something that's activating inside of us. It has to do with our original attachment. So like, I think in like 20 years, we're going to start seeing that first initial rush as less of a sign that of a green go and more of like a, hold on, this could be a red flag. Like yeah. we don't, if we get caught in the middle of an intersection and like cars are going, woof, we're not like, oh, I can't wait to get this feeling back. Yeah. You know, cause that's like anxiety, danger, danger, fire. Like yeah. there's part of initial lust. And also is the problem that we just keep marrying people? Like, could we just have sex with them? Do you know what I mean? Like is, is I, the initial I, that, attraction, like do we, maybe we just don't have to keep marrying everyone that we fall. Well, and that,
2: that's why I'm so glad you said it. Cause like people right after like. I mean, right after, like even like separated, it was announced and it came out like, oh, hey, I know someone. I'm like, are you (gasps) insane? Better be a really great therapist. Like, I don't want to talk to anyone right now. I'm still processing. Mm -hmm. And even now, like I said, like I danced for three hours and then I had such a great night. And I think people feel, and I also where I'm from. It's like very you like someone, then you date them, you love them, you get you get married, you have children, you receive your pension. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. it's like all these it's like all these things that are just like boop boop boop, and it's like that's not how it is for a lot of us. I was literally having this conversation in the the middle of nowhere on my ranch up in the mountains with my mother, and she was like talking. I don't know. She said, "Do you think you'll?" ever get married again. I don't think she would have said that, but somehow it came up and I was like, it's not that I'm against marriage. I think marriage is beautiful. I think it's amazing. I just don't think that it necessarily is for everyone, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I get why people love apple pie, Mm -hmm. but like, is it my favorite pie? Mm -hmm. Do I have to have apple pie? Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want it. I don't like, I don't necessarily want it just because everybody's like, this is the best pie you've ever had. Doesn't mean I want to eat it. I don't feel like everybody needs to do the same thing because we're all at different points in our life. And even like career wise, I love having, like you said, a lot of things. I I thrive in that environment. I'm the best version of me when I'm productive. I'm the best mother when I'm productive. I'm just better. I figured that out for me. That's not everyone. Like, yeah. And I have goals that I want to do I don't have time for marriage. That's Mm -hmm. it. If people think you're just going to get married and it's like going to be, it's work. Mm -hmm, It mm -hmm. is so much work. Even if you are in love, like you've never been in love in your life. It is work either way. It Mm -hmm. is day in and day out work. I don't mean to sound, it's not horrible. I just mean like, it's just a lot of work, like for communication and we're ever changing you know, we read something, it inspires us. It might not inspire that person. They're so annoyed by it. Why are we all of a sudden that, you know what I'm saying? I don't know that I'll ever get married again. I'm not like against marriage. I would love to fall in love. I would love to experience that. I would love, you know, whatever the future holds is I'm open to it. But I think people get married all the time. Like for, for sometimes reasons that they just feel forced, it's the next step. That is not why you should get married. Do you feel in your life these
1: days, like in your work, and your everywhere life, that you're kind of getting to dance alone now? Like you don't have to have that double consciousness because your work and when I see you singing and doing your show, and it feels very like you're in your body, you're doing your thing, mm. like you're dancing. And did you before mm-hmm. have to always make sure you weren't being so, too successful, you weren't being too me, 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 and now you get to just do that without I felt worrying? limited,
2: yes. And I don't feel like that's necessarily the truth for all marriage. I just think that was for in my case. Like, mm-hmm. I just felt limited. But if you're, you know, on the same path at the same time and you're actually working together and every day communicating together and doing the work, I think that it could be beautiful. But for me, it wasn't that. And it was very limiting. Mm-hmm. Um not to say that that's just his fault. That's my fault Mm -hmm. for allowing that to happen. That's my work as well. It can also be limiting, like I said, because maybe as in love as I was, I just wasn't ready, Mm -hmm. you know? And Mm -hmm. maybe the other person wasn't either and Mm -hmm. you just try and make it work and it doesn't.
0: I know. And I think that we can like dog marriage a little bit. I, I know that because we've all had our struggles with marriages before but i do think the things that i've learned the most about myself was through the the heartbreak of losing mm-hmm. a marriage there has been nothing in my life that has taught me more about myself so like yeah. as much as i do think we need to like be conscious and not necessarily be like f- intoxicated with the in love feelings before we make the decision to get married i do think it's important to note that like it's not all for naught for those of us who want to well, do the work.
3: And it's also in support 100%. of marriage. Cal- yeah. The reason you left your marriage is because you believed that it could be better than it was. Like True. when beautiful. I heard you say, um, I kept trying to make it work, but I didn't want to make it work. I wanted to make it beautiful. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my so God, yes. We are all like, make it work, make it work. As if that is the gold standard is that it works. I can make a pile of shit work,
2: but should I? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, that, I want it to be yeah. beautiful. Yeah. That's the same thing too. I was just talking about somebody else in a different area of like under my umbrella. And it was like, like yeah, I can take all that on and I could do that, but that's not fair. And I, just because I can do it doesn't mean I have to or should, like, yes. you know. And here's the thing too. I think sometimes we focus so much on finding the person mm. instead of the people, mm. because there's no way one person, in my opinion, and I love humans. I really do. Even the shitty ones, apparently. <laughs> I just, you know, will give a lot of leeway. Um, but it's not about, I don't feel like, I feel like we put a lot on marriage too, like in partnership, like, cause it's like, there's no way somebody is going to be able to accomplish all of that for you. Mm-hmm. And there's no way you should put that on them. I remember even in my marriage, like we would, I would constantly be like, hey, are you going to go hang with your friends? I'll go hang with my friends. That is very important. Instead of isolating each other and just only being you all the time. Nobody learns in that environment. If you're having the same conversations with the same people and the same, you know what I'm saying? Like yep. you need others in your life. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and when you're in a relationship and that's not necessarily promoted, That's a giant red flag. Mm. That's why I'm such a big thing on like, you know, you are the group you surround yourself. Are those people that make you better? Are those people you would want to be? Those people, you know, are good for you. And I feel like that's the thing. Like, yes, you can choose to spend your life. And I would love to find a partner, like to spend my life with and have fun with and go bowling with and drink tequila with and dance with and all that, those things. But at the same time, And also like that loves reading and also that loves (laughs) just things that I'm really into. (laughs) But also I just feel like you don't need to hinge all that on one person. I think Mm -hmm. that you can get that from your village of people that you surround yourself with.
1: So we started this conversation talking about the circular lessons we learn over and over again. Oh, I'm, so right? I'm so glad you're following. I'm
0: so glad you're going to go here.
1: It's like a spiral staircase, yes. right? Life is a spiral staircase. We keep spinning around, coming around to the same lessons, and the only thing that's different is that our like thighs are a little stronger. We're yeah. just a little stronger. Yeah. When mm-hmm. we get to the next problem, we have a little bit of a higher perspective, but it's the same shit. If you had to at the end of the day get really honest with yourself, what lesson did this whole relationship and it's not even the relationship, it's who you were in the beginning, middle and end teach you?
2: Um, uh, really to boil it down. I feel like it's to not only be honest about those that are around me, but honest about myself. I think it's honesty. Cause I think, um, I mean, by no means do I think I've ever been a liar. I just mean like, I think we we mold things and shape them to justify them Mm -hmm. instead of just being truly honest about what's really happening Mm -hmm. because you don't want it to be that way. Cause once again, your wants and your needs are different. Right. So I think it's just being honest about, I don't really want that. That's not for me. And that's cool that you want, like, and being okay and comfortable enough, like coming back to what you're talking about, like coming back to not, having transactional relationships and not having um, just that that fear of losing someone if you're so honest with yes. them, because you're going to lose them anyway, mm-hmm. if you're not being honest, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think honesty, just being really, truly honest about who people are, including yourself. Yeah. Oh that's, that's a big win for me.
0: I mean, listen, like you can talk all the days long. Your people know you as this lighthouse. To me, you are truth. And that is why people are attracted to you, Kelly. It's because they can see the truth in you and you speak the truth and you are just so open and honest. And I, I just feel so inspired by that. Not many people in your position, in your industry are your, are the way you are. That is why people love you. I think it's fucking Thank cool. Thank you. You're so fucking awesome. Thank you. I, yeah. You
2: made me feel cool. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> no, I love that. So nice. Thank you. I I think at a certain age though too, right? We just get tired mm-hmm. of trying to make everything shine. <laughs> it's yes. like, sometimes a turd's a turd. yeah Like, yes, you know, man. it's like sometimes it's what it is, you know, so <laughs> it's okay.
1: You know, I will tell you that I'm glad no one's ever said to me over and over again, you're the light. That sounds like bullshit. That's why you get, you make your reputation, Kelly, as a depressed introvert. And then no one expects shit from you at a party.
2: (laughs) What's funny is everybody thinks I'm an extrovert. I am an extrovert, but I think I am by practice. Cause I am quite an uh, introvert as well. Like people are always like, Hey, let's hang. I don't hang. Uh-huh. I hang with like, literally like my village, like the, and then we get it together forcibly. Cause my therapist made me once a week <laughs> <laughs> to have a life. Um, like we go out, but I'm kind of that way too. Like I'm a Netflix and chill person. Yes. Like I'm, you know, or it, I, I don't know. I'm not as what I think everybody perceives me a lot of the time because I feel like I've just been trained to be that way
1: Mm. so it's interesting that whole
2: conversation about extrovert or introvert Mm -hmm. like I feel like we're all a
1: little of both for sure
0: you're on a spectrum well Kelly
1: you asked before like it's hard to know whether you're doing things right or wrong and I don't think that that's the question I think you're doing things true
0: yeah
1: and that's that's yeah and in the spirit of truth before we end I'm gonna tell you something that my teenage daughter told me after I made an announcement at one of her get-togethers
3: Mm -hmm. Which is,
1: mom, Netflix and chill doesn't mean what you think it means. (laughs) If you could stop saying Netflix and chill in front of my friends, that would be great. Because Netflix and chill does not mean sit on the couch and watch Netflix.
2: It means have sex. I would love to Netflix and chill. <laughs> no, I'm actually I'm actually meaning it exactly how it is. Oh I my god, god. Yeah. that's even better. All. Okay, let's just be let's just keep it real. Okay. Like yeah, I like to sit on the Got couch and watch a movie, but I'd also like Too to shy. do other things. Yeah. So yeah, the it. movie is followed by having a lot of sex. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. next there can time be an intermission,
1: people. <laughs> next time a dude walks by you and you feel altered, we're not going to the altar. <laughs> we're going to Netflix and chill. That's right. Okay? Exactly. Amen. Yeah. Yes. we love you Kelly Clarkson It never oh I love y'all
2: too I was, I was so looking forward to this thank mm. you for having me oh it was a
3: dream we love you everyone Kelly. get excited yeah. for chemistry chemistry it's unreal
2: oh thank y'all for listening that means a lot
3: cool. oh, so good you're Ed, the best all
2: right. all right I love y'all love, love you me, too mom. Kelly thank you so much see you guys next right. time bye all right bye y'all
1: If this podcast means something to you, it would mean so much to us if you'd be willing to take 30 seconds to do each or all of these three things. First, can you please follow or subscribe to We Can Do Hard Things? Following the pod helps you because you'll never miss an episode and it helps us because you'll never miss an episode. To do this, just go to the We Can Do Hard Things show page on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and then just tap the plus sign in the upper right-hand corner or click on follow. This is the most important thing for the pod. While you're there, if you'd be willing to give us a five-star rating and review and share an episode you loved with a friend, we would be so grateful. We appreciate you very much. We Can Do Hard Things is produced in partnership with Cadence 13 Studios. I give you Tish Melton and Brandy Carlisle.
4: I walked through fire, I
1: came out
4: the other side. I chased desire, I made sure I got
1: thank you baby jesus
3: but the opportunities for giving amazing life-changing gifts have just begun and yes diapers are a life-changing gift imagine you're a first-time parent struggling with time management and financial burdens don't really have to imagine i remember it directly and all the challenges of your first child and then you get a huge shipment of diapers funded by all your family and friends That's a good feeling.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. That's exactly what Pampers is doing with their diaper stash. I love this so much. It's an online diaper fund. So you can contribute to a diaper stockpile and help ensure it never runs out.
3: And one of the most difficult things about buying diapers for others is making sure that you guess the right fits, and sizes. And with Pampers Diaper Fund, all that guesswork goes away.
1: So if there's a new parent or expecting parent in your life, you will be making their lives a lot easier and showing them how many people are excited for their huge
3: milestone. Organizing a diaper stash is easy. Go to diaperstash.pampers.com to set up a fund and give the ultimate group gift. Love it. Love it. Love it, love it. Pod Squad.
1: some of what we share with you on the show are our individual unique experiences in therapy and the takeaways that help us grow, appreciate each other, and navigate this beautiful life we're doing together. Thank you for doing it with us. But the things we talk about in therapy itself, these are things we wouldn't necessarily share with just anyone. I think there are a few things more important than finding the right person to share your deepest thoughts, feelings, and questions with like a therapist. That's why we are thrilled about Alma's support of our show. They're big believers that you need the right someone to talk to, not just anyone. Alma helps you to find a therapist who gets you based on your needs, someone with whom you'll feel comfortable, heard, secure. Plus, and this shouldn't be overlooked, over 96% of therapists at Alma accept insurance because you want to pick someone based on the right fit, not just based on finances. You can browse their directory now. You don't even need to create an account. Visit helloalma.com slash hard things to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash hard things.